0: In this episode, we're going to talk about what you need to know before you jackbar. So, if you don't know what jackbar means, jackbar is a Nigerian term that is used to mean migrate or to move out or to leave somewhere. So, we're going to talk about what you need to know before you jackbar and also some essential things you need to know once you arrive in the UK. And also a couple of other things. Hello. I am Progress Oberico, a writer, coach and an International Students Ambassador. This is the International Students Podcast. It is a platform for sharing stories and exclusive information for international students across the world, prospective international students and essentially anyone moving or living abroad. This is to help people tackle challenges and also to share opportunities that they need. You'll be hearing from international students studying in various universities across the world, experts and professionals sharing knowledge on what you need to know when moving abroad, visa application, how to manage your finance, job opportunities, cultural shocks, scholarships and various tips and tricks for living abroad. Please do subscribe to this podcast, share this podcast with your friends, follow us on Spotify and on any platform you're currently listening to us and let us know what you think. Have a good listen. Thank you so much. So this episode is shared into three parts. The first part is what you need to keep in mind if you're planning to move abroad for study. The second part is 15 essential things you need to do once you arrive the country as a student and also how you can settle in as a student. And then the third part of this episode is after studying, what's next? Part one, part two, part three, we will publish separately and you can listen to them individually. Let's dive in. With me I've got Mr. Tunde Alabi Hyundai the second. Hope I got that right. Um <laughs> he is a media creative, um, a photographer, documentary filmmaker with a focus on social change. He's an alumni of the University of Sussex and is also currently doing his um PhD at the University of Sussex, which is also my alma mater as well. He's very passionate about international students. He's done a lot of work and support for international students moving into the UK, using his time, his finance, his expertise, his knowledge is just very generous in terms of helping and reaching out to students. He's also a past president of um, the Sussex Nigerian Society in the UK. And I remember how helpful it was when I also moved to the UK myself when I was studying at the University of Sussex. So I'm very excited to have you here, Mr. Tinde. Um, thanks for Thank joining. You.
1: Thank you very much. Yeah. It's nice to be here.
0: Great. So, um, as an icebreaker, my first question would be if you were to change something about your education, what would that be? To
1: change something about my education? Yes. You mean my education in the UK? Or I mean your
0: education generally yes
1: ah, I don't think there's anything to be changed honestly because I think I got it right okay. um I mean for my first degree mm-hmm. I studied communication and language at okay
0: the
1: University of Eador that was exactly what I wanted to study
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know and um for my masters I did media practice for development and social chain
0: right
1: it was I mean finding that particular course was difficult um okay so let me just tell you a little bit about my Sorry. Right. after i graduated i worked in a telecoms company in nigeria called Globacom. okay so i was there for about okay. 10 years or mm-hmm. along the line i'd been doing photography you know filmmaking by the time
0: mm-hmm.
1: so i wanted a so the reason for coming for a master to study a master's degree was actually to um change my career path formally right. you know so and i was i was looking for a course that would help me to transit, you know, a course that wouldn't just introduce theoretical and um, training. I mm. wanted something with a lot of practical flair, right. you know. I didn't know what the course was called, but mm. I had a picture in my mind of what I wanted, you know, so I kept Googling things like uh, media for development, you know, communication for development. Uh, and I got about, I got admission in about three uni- universities, you know, but i I knew in my heart that they went exactly what I wanted. Hmm. You know, they were they were not pra- they were not practical oriented until one day I had about investors of sex over the radio, you know, and I Googled them and I saw that they, they had exactly what I wanted, you know, major practice for development. Oh. You know, something that had a lot of practical um training in it, mm-hmm. you know, and where I didn't have to I wouldn't have to do a theory based, a written a dissertation, you know, where I could just do practical dissertation. Yeah. So it was just the best fit for me. So uh back to your question on what I would say about my education, not honestly. And uh my PhD is actually a continuation of what I did for Master's because it's practice based PhD. So Sussex as a university was just the right fit. Wow.
0: So wow that's really interesting sounds like we have a similar story in terms of you know finding the right course for your master's degree and also just that one that fits your desires that just ticks all the boxes because for me as well um i I don't have a background in communication like you do um i did business administration and i started in in, i studied in a um a polytechnic so i what i did for my my hnd was business administration so right. that wasn't really like a passion. I knew that that I I loved storytelling. I loved writing. I loved doing development work, and I did a lot of a lot of that during my NYC as well. So okay. I kind of wanted to switch into my passion or the new flair that I've developed, but I didn't quite know what to how to do that or which course in particular to find. So especially um, um, in, in okay. universities in Nigeria, I did yeah. I did search, but there wasn't any like media and development because exactly. i know no. i know i wanted to do you know you, to take like my storytelling to another level and also to also do development so it was around media yeah. and development yes. but there wasn't yes. that course yes. i didn't even know what it's called there as you is no said in nigeria. i yeah. didn't know what it's yeah, called exactly. as you said the only the closest i i could find is um i think it was media and communications and that yeah. one no no for in nigeria it was mass communication so, um, yeah. the one I found abroad in other universities was media and communication. So, but that wasn't exactly what I wanted. It didn't have development element in there. Mm. So, I think I attended a education fair in Abuja where people from different schools came and okay. from different schools in the UK. So, and I saw um, an alumni of Sussex and he told me, he even encouraged me to apply because I was like, well, I have an HND, I'm not sure many universities take HN, HNG and he said, just give it a go, and I did. Lucky enough, University of Sussex was the only university that gave me an unconditional admission.
1: Oh, wow. Just good. that
0: one. I applied to, like, over 20 universities in the UK. <laughs> I got three admission, two Ooh. conditional admissions. Those two were asking me to do a... Pre Masters, yeah, exactly. Pre Masters. Yeah. But yeah. Universal Society just gave me like a direct one. And that was the okay. exact course I was have I was looking for and only them have it had it then. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah. so yeah, I think it's very unique and yeah, it's we are very similar in that aspect. Yeah. So yeah, um I mean if you're thinking of doing if you have the same issue or the same thoughts like us as well, media practice for development and social change, I did the same course. It's a very perfect course. Gives you opportunity to do practical theory, learn about journalism, um, documentary filmmaking, photography, even podcasting and lots. So, yeah. yeah, and you can only find it at Sussex. So, yeah, this is a free, free marketing <laughs> yeah, for God, Sussex. God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> do You know, so, after the, my first month on the course, I told myself, this is value for money. Wow. If I don't let any
0: of that thing again. Yeah, I'm,
1: I'm, I'm satisfied. Uh, yeah. that was what I told myself. True. I have no regrets.
0: True. Same. Okay. Um. Right. So that's uh, that's a really nice icebreaker. Um. So the first question would be, what do you what do you think like international students or prospective international students need to know before they leave their country?
1: Okay. Um. So any prospective international students um, I mean any student who is taking migration abroad through um, to study you mm-hmm. first think about the appropriate country because not all courses are suitable for uh, all countries Yeah. so for instance you want to you want to um, study something relate, related to um, let's give an example to port or to Football, yeah. you know, maybe fo- maybe football journal, I mean sports journalism, that kind of thing, you know, and you are probably thinking of Netherlands. Netherlands is not an appropriate place because uh, England is very very good in terms of sports and sports journalism and football, you know, okay. things like that. So you first thing think about the appropriate country. What country is the best fit for you in terms of um, being able to offer? You know that knowledge that you need and skill set and skills and um, um, uh, you know uh, what's it called the wherewithal, you know that, that have the facilities to be able to uh, provide that that knowledge that training for you. Okay. You know uh, so for instance you are thinking about development you know United Kingdom is good for development um, Netherlands is also good for development for instance because they've got a very I forgot the name of the union now that's very, very um, popular for development, you know. So think about the appropriate country, Mm -hmm. then also think about yourself, your skill set. You know, what skills have you got that can, uh, that what the skills you've got or the skills you want to acquire will determine the kind of course you should be studying. You know, you can't, for instance, do science. I mean, you should have a flair. My point is you should have a flair, you know, for what you want to study. You should have a flair. Um, flair or even the skills already, you know, or interest in whatever you want to study. Yeah. And um, people should also think, now, most people, uh, especially coming from Nigeria now, who are uh, going to study now are going through, I mean, who want to migrate now, I'm, I'm not talking about studies now, so we want to migrate? Yeah. You know, who have migration as their paramount uh, plan, yeah. you know, to not just uh, follow the bandwagon of going through the study route. There are all there are several other visa routes that one could uh, go through, especially if one is experienced. I mean, United Kingdom, for instance, has other visa routes that experienced people can apply to. You know, um, for instance, there is the uh, what visa route, you know, especially for occupations that are in high demand here in the UK. For instance, you're a teacher or you are um, a social worker or you are a, uh, a health professional, you know, things like that. So you don't necessarily need to go through the through the study route to be able to migrate. Okay. You can consider other visa options, you know, uh, before you... I mean, just, just, just don't go by the social media bandwagon of all these people who market things to you try and do personal research Research, taking out yes taking out uh, the other visa routes that are available in each country a friend recently moved to uh we're actually um classmates you know in secondary school together he moved to germany to study and i was very shocked when he was telling me about you know the post-study opportunities that are available you know in germany but you know people are not thinking in that direction because the bandwagon is playing towards um england towards canada yeah. those other more popular countries you know hmm. then um also piggybacking on what i said earlier on about the appropriate university you need to think about well the appropriate course first um like we said earlier on um media practice for, for development and social change at sussex is totally different from media uh, MA in Media and Global Development at University of East Anglia. I got an admission at University of East Anglia. Oh, okay. I got admission at, yes, I got admission at London's, London School of Economics, mm. you know, for media and development, but I, they, I mean, like I said, they are, they are theoretical courses, you know? So you need to actually read through the fine details of each, of any course that you're applying to. Would this course meet my need? You know? For instance, um... Uh, MSc Psychology in King's College is totally different from MSc Psychology in Portsmouth. They offer different, totally different things. While the one at at King's College is tilted towards mental health, the one at Portsmouth is just tilted towards psychology itself. So you need to to read through the fine details of whatever course you apply to. Hmm. And then, for instance, in the UK, there are different kinds of universities, two broad categories of universities. Um, there is there are the teaching universities and there are the research intensive universities. So what is appropriate for you for the course you want to study? The teaching universities are basically designed to cater for of vocational courses. So for instance, you want to study music or you want to study fine art, you want to study photography, you want to study um, cosmetology, fashion design. You know things that cater towards vocational are for the teaching universities. You know universities like um uh University of Brighton, for instance, University, I think univ- no university of uh, let me think of some other ones. I think Portsmouth, um, Derby, you know, universities like that are teaching universities. Okay. You would have even when you Google when you Google the name of any new university on Wikipedia they would always tell you whether it's a teaching university, teaching based university or research based university, and you would always see their ranking based at their their um yeah, their ranking, you would have REF. REF, The REF rankings are for research-intensive universities, while the TEF, Teaching Excellence, um, you know, uh, TEF rankings are for teaching-based universities. So going back to the research-intensive universities, those ones are basically focused on on research. You know, the likes of University of Cambridge, um, Oxford, Sussex, King's University, um, Imperial College, those are, are focused towards theory, you know, they and they are good for theory-based um, courses. You know, like your uh, mathematics, English literature, uh, philosophy. You know, um, what other courses? Uh, even psychology. You mm. know, some yeah. other courses like that. So, try and know the differences between each of these universities because they are they are they are, they are designed to meet the needs of different categories of people. In Nigeria, for instance, I'll use the example of Nigeria um the teaching-based universities will sound more like the kind of courses you will find in a polytechnic you understand so those are the kind of that um that's one of the easiest ways to to distinguish between them okay so yeah. also lastly take, take the ranking of the universities you are going to think and um, if you be moving from your country to another country <laughs> it's best to probably patronize maybe any of the top
0: 70 or 60 universities okay wow that's really good points that you've just raised there um just to recap you mentioned you have to do a research on which country benefits you more based on your needs based based on your skills um, you also have to consider what skills you have and what you really want, and also yeah. like this, all of this takes research. So you have to research, and then the third thing is also to choose the appropriate course, which is of course will be based on the skills that you have and what career plans you have for yourself in the future. And then yeah. you did mention, and um, people to, should check the modules in the university, check the modules yeah. of the course that you are applying to. Because, exactly. as you said, psychology in one university might be different from psychology in another university. And then I think the fourth point is around doing your research and finding out if you want to go to a teaching-based university or a research-based university. Uh, yeah. This will also be based on the course that you choose. And then lastly, check the ranking of the university. Yeah. Right. Okay. These are really very very um, valid and relevant points thank you very much so that's the end of the first part of this episode in the second part we're going to talk about 15 essential things you need to know once you arrive as a student and how they can help you settle in thank you so much for listening um, please share your thoughts if you have any comments send us an email with your questions our email is podcast at gmail.com you can also find us on social media at TIS Podcast on Instagram, The International Students Podcast on Facebook and you can find me the host at Progress Oberico on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, on Twitter I am Oberico underscore pro and of course I've joined the TikTok gang so my TikTok name is ProgressOberico9 You can hit me up with your messages. If you have any questions or a topic you want us to discuss on, please send me an email, send me a comment. And also, please leave us a review. Rate this podcast, leave us a review, a nice review. Thank you very much. You can find Mr. Tunde on social media as well, on Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. I will leave his name in the podcast description below. Thank you.